0: cpi 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 will it all change today the question is is the fed hiking period over with we'll find out of course today with that cpi report we'll get into home depot canadian solar how is the solar game you guys let me know what you guys think about it of course on holdings we'll get into see amazon and snapchat find out what happened in that deal and of course Fisker, Fisker, Fisker. Did we have this one right? Did we have it wrong? Will it ever hang on here? Find out, of course, on pre market prep. It's time to rise and shine, team. And of course, today we got the red dog in the house, T3 Live. You guys know him, Scott Redler. We'll get to the action. It's pre market prep. All right, team, I'm not the biggest rundown guy, but let's get to the action. Let's take a look at what's going on right now in the SPY. You can see we're pretty much going sideways. Uh, we did have a little bit of a pop there at a 441.42, but pretty close to the closing price. Uh, we got a closing price, 440.20s, 440. 440.73s, 440. so maybe up about 50 cents there. Um, of course, we've been keeping a close eye on the TLT and the IWM relationship. You guys can see it here. Pretty much going the same direction. We'll keep an eye out on that to see if the TLT changes tunes. Of course, the Qs pretty much doing the same action there. Oil overall getting a little bit of a bounce back yesterday. You guys can see that with the USO. Um, But right now we're trading at 78.17. We're going down here now. I'm wondering, do we get back below 75 range? I did see that the US kind of refilled on the reserves. We can talk a little bit about that during the show. GLD, gold. Bitcoin kind of action. Let's get to the show, of course. Let's bring on Dennis Dick. Let's talk about the action from yesterday. What did you see in the market, Dennis?
1: Um, Again, it's been mixed as of late. You're seeing mega cap tech. get hit a little bit yesterday because it's been the hiding place. And you actually saw some other stocks lifting a little bit. So it was kind of a weird day that rotations are still there, though. Tesla had a good day. It's funny. Tesla had not been participating with the Magnificent Seven. We joked about, you know, Netflix looks like it's trying to replace Tesla in the Magnificent Seven. And then all the other six have kind of a crappy day, and Tesla has a good day. So I mean the rotations here are continuous and it's real. And if you can get ahead of those rotations, there is some money to be made. Today it's all about the CPI. We know what today is. We're gonna be choppy. We're choppy ahead of it right now. We're gonna be choppy for the next 27 minutes. I would have matter, as traders are coming and positioning ahead of this number whether they're hedging up or making directional bets on it, CPI today is going to drive the bus.
0: Yeah, and definitely going to be part of our question of the day, right? Is the Fed hiking period over? So I'll throw it out to the chat too. So I want you guys to go ahead and put Fed, if you guys think they're going to continue hiking, and then put no if it's done. So let me know in the chat. Let's talk about it, Dennis. I'll wait till 8.31 Um, to vote. (laughs) <laughs> ah that, that'd be smart too right <laughs> that's why at the
1: edge you know you edge. know how
0: i am i i try to put them on the spot beforehand like traders we always got to make decisions so you guys let me know what you guys are looking at in the chat this consensus of course is to see an increase of 0.1 from the prior month and 3.3 on an annualized basis that annualized basis is getting pretty close to that two percent right then that it's that's that's not too bad right 3.3 two
1: percent or only You've come down a long ways. Yeah, a long it, way. It's again, if you believe the numbers too, because that's know the hard part, right? Change the definition. Yeah, yeah. Of it we're, we're not along, talking about real
0: inflation. We're talking about statistical fake inflation. <laughs> I yeah. call it. And statistical that's what they
1: care about. The, the Fed only cares about the fake inflation, the two percent. So the two percent was never real, but it's at least what everybody, you know, they put in the headlines, and that's the fake inflation. Some people get really mad at us, but it's the truth. Yeah, you know, the I way they the calculate chat. it. We've had Gil Morales on here. We've had. Multiple people, you know, looking, you know, there's been studies done on it. Obviously, Peter Schiff talks about it as well all the time. If they calculated inflation the way they did 25 years ago, inflation runs five to six points hotter, but they don't. So this is fake inflation. These are the numbers the market cares about.
0: Uh, I see majority of no's out there, but there's definitely some yeses out there, and I think that's important in the Fed uh, continuing maybe to raise rates. Of course, something that we'll be watching is the core CPI index. Of course, expected to rise. Po- month over month and at 4.1 year over year. Now, one thing I think that's important to notice is both of these are saying increases, right? So if we could somehow get a decrease, that would definitely help the market here in this case, right? Especially if we're expecting an increase. So gosh,
1: if we see it actually down from the expectations, I mean, this this market would look big time. It's going to move. It's going to move on the number. Like we can say stuff is priced in nothing really gets priced in here i mean you know we have examples all over the place even from some of our earnings you know that really you know nothing is ever priced in canadian solar showing you that right now today this morning down 13 percent. solar oh my gosh canadian solar didn't do well there's no solar company doing well but nothing is priced in
0: yeah we'll see if uh jerome is yelling out there closed up Door, because you never know what might happen, guys. We'll see what happens on CPI. Of course, that's going to be at 830 Let's keep it rolling. Let's get to Home Depot's report. Home Depot Q3 EPS at $3.81 beats the $3.58 estimate. Sales of 37.71 billion beat the 35.66 billion estimate. Home Depot's Q3 comparable sales down 3.1%, comparable sales in US down 3.5. And Home Depot narrowed their fiscal 23 outlook and sales growth of 3 to 4% and EPS growth of 9 to 11% year over year. What do you think of the Home Depot report here and the action, Dennis?
1: Well, the quarter is fine, but you still don't like those Q3 comps down 3.1% from the previous year. It's telling you people are doing a little bit less. So, again... Big ticket stuff here, year over year, sales growth declining here as well. Still going up, but declining. Um, I, I just think, I think in 2024, Home Depot is going to struggle as well. So I think as you get lifts on these stocks towards the end of 2023, I think you're selling these companies. So I know Home Depot is a fantastically run company, management, excellent. Best of breed, even with Lowe's, but Lowe's is solid too. Charts are virtually identical. I pair trade these things all the time. I just think like I want. I don't want to be in this in 2024. So do you get a lift here? Can you get up to 300 again? Maybe, but it's not the kind of stock I want to be in. I'm buying tech on dips. I'm not, I and mean, this isn't a dip. This is a small pop. Uh, it's just not. This is a company I would sell out of my portfolio and buy other tech stocks. So just kind of re, uh, just reallocating resources. Away from recession stocks like full on yeah. Home Depot would be considered a recession stock, like yeah, meaning it, it, it's not going to do well in a recession.
0: And, and, and normally, at least from my case, uh, Home Depot is more like a summer stock, right? Like, you know, that seasonality, spring, summer. Seasonal. And, and I think that that's also something to keep in mind, too. It's in, in the wintertime, um, maybe you're, they're selling some uh, b- snow blowers or something like that. But other than that, I think the sales will be coming down also, especially if the consumer is getting tight. Right, Dennis? Like, let's just be honest. That's what I'm saying. And the consumer is getting tight. They're not going to go and spend a whole bunch of money in Home Depot this winter. Um, So let's just be careful with this and other consumer stocks, right? I have been taking some shots, though, in retail. So I want to bring that up really quick. Um, XRT is one way that I'm playing this, of course. Uh, So I got that one yesterday. uh, Actually, on Friday. So now two-day hold. Um, and that's a current price of...
1: Your long XRT? Yeah,
0: 59, Tell, tell, tell us why,
1: why, obviously. This is seasonality
0: trade, right? play. Um, mm. More into Retailers. seasonality, right? Retailers trying to get the move into Black Friday, into the holidays. And I think that the Santa Claus rally is gonna come early this year. And then going into January, there'll be more concern if the consumer's really slowing down or not. Um, so I played it different ways. XRT is one way to maybe play it. I also went on a swing trade with Best Buy, got that yesterday. Really? Um, so taking it off the lows, and uh, a lot of this. I is don't mind these calls.
1: Reversing the trend,
0: yeah, the contrarian yeah. for sure. Um, uh, these these stocks have been going down. We all know how we've been looking at them recently, right? So I'm looking to see if we can get some maybe Black Friday rallies, things like that. And then the last one, just to mention one more that I have is Ulta. Um, And I like to give you guys these, not necessarily because I'm trying to cherry pick or anything. Like some of these are just slightly up. Ulta, I got 388.22s. So it's not like I'm far from here. Um, But I'm looking to see if this can reverse trend also. This has already come down a significant amount since pretty much seven months ago. It's down about 30%. And so I'm just thinking maybe we get ourselves a little bit of some holiday rally. What do you guys think in the chat? Do you think we'll get some retailers rally? Say yes or no. It's always good to get your opinion out there. Dennis, what would you think? Holiday I like rally? the Black
1: Friday trade. I wouldn't put it on before the CPI because it's too much of a gamble. So yeah, it's too much of a gamble. If I was you, I would have waited until probably even after PPI tomorrow because I know we're going to go back to back, right? CPI, yeah. PPI. I'd probably like to be thinking about like Thursday. It's a week ahead. So Black Friday, obviously we're talking about, I believe, November 23rd, correct? November 23rd yeah. is – uh, well, Black Friday would be the 24th, the Thanksgiving the 23rd. Yeah, right after. So 24th, so you're about 10 days ahead of it. I'd probably wait a couple of days just to get this data because the data comes in hot and they're gonna hammer everything. But again, it's a little bit you know, of a gamble too because the data comes in light, these things are gonna rip. But I don't mind the contrarian call. And I think there is going to be a play for some retailers ahead of Black Friday. I love that seasonality. I think next Monday, we're looking at being long these stocks.
0: We'll see what happens guys, I'll keep up with it. And of course you guys can keep up with this on live trading. That's the show of course. After this one, right? Let's get to Canadian Solar CSIQ. Hmm, I think that bar no. says it all, but <laughs> Q3 EPS, he had a 32 cents versus a dollar 12 just last year. Sales yeah. at 1.85 billion missed the 2.03 billion estimate, and Canadian Solar expects Q4 revenues at 1.6 billion to 1.8 versus a 2.65 billion estimate massively undercutting that Q4 revenue. This is why even last night, I was thinking about shorting like ENPH. I was like, man, these solar stocks, what are they doing bouncing, man? Every time I see these stocks bounce, I'm like, man, should I just come after them? They're selling opportunities. They need lower
1: rates. These stocks will continue to be depressed as long as the TLT is low. These are TLT plays. TLT starts getting above 90, you start thinking about solar stocks. TLT below 90, don't touch. That's my opinion here. Could they bounce? Yeah, we've seen them bounce. But all these stocks that are dependent on their customers getting financing to buy their products. Again, we're going to continue to say this on the show. They're not saying it enough on major media sources, but that is the pattern here. If you need financing to buy your product, you're in the gutter. CSIQ also has a hell of a lot of debt, I believe, as well. Go look at this thing. Yeah, Canadian let's it store, Yes, $1.35 billion market cap, $1.24 in debt. So this much debt. <laughs> You look at the PE and you think, wow, three, how can I go wrong? Well, you know, now that PE is going to start to slowly start to climb up here because these things are not making as much money. They miss. So Q3 EPS estimates for this quarter were 82 cents. It came in at 32. So they missed by a landslide here too. It's just a mess. Solar is an absolute mess. The only way it starts turning around is if rates actually start going lower. Yeah, and
0: I, I, at least monthly
1: levels, I'd give around 14.62. But is that going to hold? I don't
0: know, man. It's been a disaster. Seven months, 59.43% down. That's, that's pretty hard. And I, I'm not catching this falling knife by any means necessary I, I'm unless not the current environment changes, right? This is the no. hero kind of play because no. it doesn't make sense in the current environment. It doesn't make sense in the technicals. It doesn't make sense in the fundamentals. You'd be playing hero, trying to play this story,
1: right? And again, you get bounces, and people do make money trading bounces, and eventually, all stocks do bounce at a certain point in time. But you know, if you were playing the bounce here, it's say I'm buying it at thirty. Well, you got your bounce at twenty-five to twenty-seven, but you're still underwater, and now you're looking at it down here at seventeen. You're like, oh my gosh, I'm in this from thirty three months ago, and I'm just crushed. What happened? What happened? Rates higher for longer. That's what happened.
0: Let's go to the on on. Uh, We've been watching this one after the recent pop. Let's get to the daily chart so you guys can see that on the right hand side. Now taking a little bit of a hit on holding Q3 adjusted EPS 23 cents beats the 16 cent estimate. Sales of 543.2 million beat the 515.37 million estimate. They raised fiscal year 23 revenue guidance. Uh, Things didn't look too bad on the report yet. Not the reaction that you'd want to see there on
1: on-on holdings. How low? Can you bring up the pre-market chart here? How low do we get here, Mitch? We've okay, bounced extreme a little
0: bit. was going to be 23.48.
1: Okay, so we've already rallied a buck and a half here. There is underneath demand for this stock. It's still got the story behind it. It's funny you bounce right at the 2023 low, basically. Well, not the 2023 low because that was back in March, but the recent right, low of the move yeah. here. October it's interesting these Joel Alcon levels sometimes do yep. come into play so it bounces right at the October the six-month low here mm-hmm. starts to come up I think the low of, the, of for the day is in I think this is the kind of stock that they are buying on dips they're not buying Canadian solar on dips like that's not the kind of stock they're buying on dips but they're buying tech and this storied retailers it's not a tech stock but it's still a storied retailer that a lot of people like this story and they're looking to allocate money into this one could get bought on dips, but I'm not buying anything for another 15 minutes till I see the CPI. So I'm not coming in here saying, yep, I'm coming in here, buying, put this in the long term portfolio, make some money, and then CPI runs me over. I'm not going to let CPI run me over. I'm not going to let PPI run me over. No trades or, or buys in the long term portfolio until after tomorrow when I get the data. Give me the information. I'm an information trader. I need to know what the CPI numbers are to make my next trading decision
0: like that level you gave, of course, 53.50 pretty much there, bottomed multiple times. You got an extreme there of 23.41, but yeah, reversing right off that level. And then look where it reversed off on the resistance, right off that resistance also. So at least this one is trading off resistance and support. That's one thing that I look at, right? Because if stocks can trade off of patterns, resistance support, at least it gives me an ability to come in and understand my risk and reward, right? That's what I always want to understand when I'm in trades. So at this case, sure. now that you got that bounce, you know where you would need to go, right? If, if it cuts 2350, yeah, you probably don't want to be in this one anymore, but it is starting to bounce back. We'll see what happens Bounce right where one. it should bounce. and And that's, Nike, and that's good news. Nike has been on a little bit of a pullback recently. It went above the 100. I watched this 100 move. I was watching it kind of get that lift. It's pulled back a little bit. So I'm going to keep watch on Nike and on on together to see today if maybe Nike starts to push and we could get maybe a little rally in these kind of uh, footwear accessory um, kind of outlook there. Uh, We'll see what happens there on 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 and Crocs. Uh usually does good in the holidays. It hasn't done good as of late. It's going to so be a bounce trade around.
1: here too. Maybe this is one we think about ahead of Black Friday because it is a contrarian call yeah. here. I don't know when they report. When is Crocs due to report?
0: Hmm, let's take a look right quick. I got you. it will
1: take two seconds. Yeah, Benzinga hunt Pro. That down.
0: Benzinga Pro has that for us on the calendar here. So I have the. Oh, I think we already got our reported
1: right. Did we already get it?
0: Yeah, I think yeah, we got it here we on the second, but let me that's just- That's
1: probably, yeah, the gap down. I didn't even notice on the chart, the gap down there on the second. Yeah, on the second. So we already have the Crocs report. Okay, well, that's good. You know, so the earnings, we don't have to worry You've about- You've gotten through it. Us. Exactly. You've gotten yeah, through, through it. it. And it bounced off of it. So that earnings low is a big number, 74 for this stock. Mm-hmm. And I do think, you know, I love your idea. We haven't talked about this. I love your pre-Black Friday idea. Just worried you're a little bit early, but if PE's, see yeah. if CPI comes in light, you'd be happy to have that trade on already here. So yeah, and I'm, then the I'm McDonald's Crocs. Games. You didn't Have hear this about the list? McDonald's? The Have this McDonald's list for Monday. Crocs? Yeah, did you see? No, I didn't. McDonald's you didn't hear Crocs. that? They're doing a the no. deal together. Are they? Yeah,
0: they're cool. going to get the McDonald's Crocs out, man. Cool, You're like Chicken get,
1: Nugget Crocs. Yeah,
0: a little Chicken Nugget uh, little logo or whatever. <laughs> a little <laughs> yeah. pin there. Hey, that's how it is. We'll see what happens. Crocs, this is thing. Best place- Buy
1: going on my list for next week. I love Black Friday trades. Love
0: it. Let's let's keep it moving. Let's go. Best Buy, especially. I love Best Buy on Black Friday. We don't talk too much about C Limited, but let's get to the actual. Of course, specialty retail here. Q3 sales of 3.3 billion beat the 3.12 billion estimate. EPS at a loss of 26 cents versus the loss of a dollar one year over year. So at least a year over year comparison, not the worst, but
1: definitely still losing money here. What do you think about C Limited? They were supposed to make, though, 12 cents this quarter, and they lost uh, they lost 26 cents. So that is a definite miss here. The stock's getting beat up. You do have support down here. It's bouncing where it should bounce as well. I mean, I'm not going down to the 36. I don't think the stock's going to lose 25% of this okay. report. So I'm going to those more recent lows. You see where I'm looking, money, Mitch. Exactly. That recent low, just under 30, $40, 39.12, where they washed them out a little bit. You probably got some back and fill in here. We I know we got a little bit lower than that today, down in 38 and a half. That's a critical level. Needs to hold the 3912. Levels working here.
0: Yeah. This is one that I'd be looking at that 40 whole dollar because you just got kind of a hold on that on the hourly at the 8 a.m. 39.95. You just kind of wicked below it. I would love for an attempt to get to 40 and then bounce right off of that. So maybe it even goes to like 39.90s, but a quick sweep back of buyers through 40 is something that I'd be looking at. Um, Of course, The CPI will depend on this. If we can get like a bullish rally, maybe it can already start making up some of these losses. Uh, I don't trade SE too often, but we'll see what happens with the action. I'll keep up with it on live trading. Of course, you guys can see that next let's keep moving i got a lot to talk about today you guys in the chat smash the like button we haven't been getting enough likes out there so show us that you guys appreciate us talking multiple topics today and keeping it moving let's go to amazon and snap but of course i'm just gonna bring snapchats art uh to describe this as it looks like we have a deal with amazon and snapchat here of course this is really with meta as Amazon will allow Snapchat users in the US to buy certain products offered off the e commerce platform directly in Snap. And this was reported by Reuters. Users will be able to buy directly from Amazon's Snapchat ads and check out without leaving Snapchat. I think this is very important that you don't have to go from app to app, right? And then, of course, prospective buyers would also be able to view real time pricing prime edgeability, delivery expectations, and product details on certain Amazon product ads in Snapchat under the new experience. So big deal here between Amazon and Meta, and of course, including Snap.
1: Obviously, Amazon doesn't care about this at all. It's just moving out the S&P. Snap moves up, though, because you get anything with Amazon, it's going to give a lift here. It's been crawling its way back. I mean, obviously, out of the big three pure like we're talking social platforms pins snap and meta we know this has been worst of breed is there a catch-up trade here maybe it's still the worst of breed though i mean pins has been unbelievable the way it's held up elliot probably helping that as well been so much better than metas near all-time highs so there's definitely a different story that's happened in snapchat it's just been a disaster story really is what it's been way off from you know the highs when it was back at 40 dollars is there a comeback in here? There's a gap in here, maybe you could fill that up to twelve sixty seven. But I still think you sell. You know, you sell the stocks that are trending down overall on reps, and they buy good companies on dips. I think this is one of the former, meaning it's not a good company.
0: All right, you got a twelve fifty two there to fill the gap. We're at eleven ninety four. Does it make sense to fill that gap? Yeah. I can see that gap getting filled today. We'll see what happens. Of course, CPI report, maybe looking for pullbacks in towards the kind of 1150s, 1160s. uh, I see as support right now in the pre-market. We'll look to see if it fills that gap. That's a good outlook there, Dennis. Nice little catch there on that little gap spot. Um, It would make sense to maybe get there. But one thing to note, I mean, hey, 20 days, 30% rally. At some point, you got to be careful if this starts to pull back. Uh, let's do Fisker. This is an interesting one. And Dennis, we, you and I need to admit that maybe we got this one wrong early. Will we oh, have it sure. wrong Alt for the investment? That's the one thing that we need to think about, right? Of course, Fisker's Q3 EPS coming in here at a loss of $0.27 cents versus the loss of $0.49 cents year over year. Total revenues at 71.8 million versus 109.029 million estimate. They also raised 450 million during Q3, bringing its cash and cash equivalents to a restricted cash to 625 million. I think this is important because at the end of the day, what's going to be needed here is survival right? This is not the current environment for auto manufacturers. We've talked about how the game has also changed into focusing on margins, not just the products themselves, but where's the profitability, right? That's why you see companies like Ford and GM going to struggle even more. Um, And that's why I'm also concerned about Tesla. Fisker here just needs to survive, just like
1: Lucid. They're trying to survive.
2: Um, and lucid Lucid
1: has a better chance to survive because it's got the saudis behind it and i've said before i don't think fisker is a zero i'm not sure it was you know when i was saying this six months ago we weren't in this tlt environment where it's just crushed and rates are going higher i mean you're trying to do as your startup ev firm trying to get your footing and then rates explode on you it's just they may be a victim of you know they may just be a victim of their environment and it may end up being a zero just because of rates so i do Like Henrik Fisker, I was in this stock a few times. I actually, believe it or not, this was one of my best stocks. Um, 2020 was unbelievable. You know, the stock went from, like we started talking about, I know you were talking about $12, $13, end up going to $30. Um, I've played a few times from the long side in the long-term account and done well with it. And I had it as recent as six months ago. And the reason I sold this was when rates started ticking higher. I just didn't want to own anything. I'd bought it at like $750 and I sold it at like $650 on the last time. So I lost about a buck on it. Um, and the reason for that was, and I should have sold everything then. I should have sold. I sold because I worried about rates going higher, but I should have sold all my lithium stocks then. I should have sold everything then. When rates started taking higher, it was just a sign, like TLT started going lower, sign to sell anything with debt, time to sell anything that depends on customer and customers getting financing, sell at GNRC, would have been good to sell then too. Hindsight capital is always 2020 though, but again, listen to the show, continue to listen to the show because the story is continuously changing. You know, you'll say, oh, yeah, Dennis is bullish Fisker two years ago. He's wrong. Yeah, but we've turned around and changed that opinion. So we weren't, it's okay to be wrong, not okay to stay wrong.
0: Yeah, I think this is definitely something to kind of keep watch also. is just the price, right? I mean, their extreme is $61,000. Uh, their cheapest ocean is at 39000
1: right? Oh, it's meaningless though, Mitch, really. It's not even the price. It's the fact that auto companies are just not doing well right now. Tesla, which is best of breed in everything. Mm -hmm. They're not just best of breed in EV. Tesla is best of breed in auto. The margins are the best. They don't market. I mean, they put almost $0 into marketing. and People are, their cars are popping up all over the place. Everything Elon Musk has been done well. I mean, it's just valuation for me, but there's no doubt who best of breed is. Even that stock, it's come back in the last couple of days here and it's having an okay day today. There was some news out of China, but I mean, overall here, it's struggling too. Um, it's just the environment we're in when you have rates higher for longer, people are putting off that new car purchase.
0: And we'll see what happens with Tesla. If it can really start rallying back. Um, one of the things that I say is important is catch the end of the month, right? End of the month, the Cybertruck will get released. That's when I think it could maybe get a little bit of a pop. So we'll see if maybe it gets front run into that event. Of course, the Cybertruck to be released at the end of the month. And they're going to have a Cybertruck event. What will that consist of? Of course, you know, kind of like an un- unveiling. Um, but we'll see what happens with that if it gives Tesla the lift. All right, guys. It's 827. we got to get ready here for CPI in just a second. Dennis, it's I'm gonna okay I'm going to try to, to stay wide. with you because I don't want to leave okay. you by yourself I can handle here, it. I can handle it. it
1: Come might on, get, I might get caught in my words here because it's going to be some moves. Yeah yeah there's
0: going to be some moves guys um so uh, I'm going to give you guys a live
1: show is never easy.
0: Yeah no that's for sure guys. And I'll tell you one thing I got a bunch of positions on so if you see me working you guys will I might, I might true, even do it live Mets, for you. I might even do live for you guys.
1: trades on. I have no swing trades on they're all day trades and I'm pretty hedged up. I'm a little bit I'm a little, <laughs> me, I'm a little not, bit not short so I'm uncomfortably short. I'm tr- I'd like to get hedged in the next minute here. I may have to buy some SPY. just hedge myself up a little bit. So I'm just a little bit short.
0: We'll see what happens. Like always, guys, we'll stick around. Of course, um, let's give the outlook one more time here. Uh, Consensus is for an increase of 0.1 in the prior month, 3.3 on the annualized basis. Then we get to the core, which is a rise of 0.3 and a comparison of 4.1 year over year. I'm going to get ready here to also just pull the CPI report for you guys and give you guys a little bit of an outlook really quickly. Of course, how do I do this? Well, the good old-fashioned AI, baby. That's what I'll be using here, Dennis. As soon as that report comes out, you think I read? Come on, man. There's no there's no there's no reading time anymore.
1: You got bots out there. You, you use the you use This eh? say this AI stuff. I don't use it at all. Come Maybe on, I start... Dennis.
0: I gotta start teaching you, my friend. You gotta
1: start teaching me. I started AI a trade for me, and I can just go to bed.
0: Just put it this way: when you get earnings reports, you think humans are reading those anymore?
1: I do. Oh, no. <laughs> come on, man. I leave through them. <laughs> I only read. The, I only ever read the headlines, though. So. Dennis, come on, I'm a man. headlines trader.
0: You don't need to anymore. It'll go into it and pull out every little important detail for you. Why do you think the bots are being faster? That's one thing that I need to talk about. Uh, it's something to think about in the future, right? As
1: AI advances, will the bots be faster? Always. Everything keeps getting faster. There's no doubt. Everything keeps getting faster. Okay, 30 seconds here. What's the preview? What's the numbers are previewed once more time? Uh,
0: point 0.1 month, Uh, 3.3 year over year. Then yep. you get to core. That's a 0.3 raise on the month over month, and a 4.1 year over year outlook. Let's see what right. happens here, guys. You ready
1: for some fireworks, folks?
0: Done, done,
1: done. Are I'm we going scared. wide?
0: Oh yeah, we going wide, baby.
1: What's going to my is main chart happen here. here? Oh yeah, we're wide. Heck, heck yeah, this we're ever going to go wide. It's on this.
0: <laughs> uh, and what do we mean by going wide? You guys will see my light blue line. Oh, here. it's hot.
1: It's good. It's good number. It's good number.
0: Okay, let's see what happens here, guys. I'm looking for the number. You guys out there, let me know if you guys see it come in. I will be pulling it here. Still not seeing it here. Oh, wow. It's light. There it is. Core core at 0.3 versus 0.3. That's 0.1 light. Then year over year, CPI coming in at 3.2 versus 3.3. Um, So that's light. Uh, The core at 4% versus 4.1. So there you guys have it. Zero point. It came in at zero. It just unchanged. at The month over month was 0.1 increase. It came in at zero. Prior being 0.4. So an unexpected unchanged here. And, That's an
1: explosion. Um, there you guys TLT see TLT exploding to the upside. We just rallied a buck on the TLT. We just rallied three bucks on SPY. It was rallied 30 handles on this number, folks. Huge pop. Huge pop. This gives... Pull, you know food for we're done feds done they're done that's what the market's going to be saying and that's what the market is applauding here right now this is a rip your face off if you're on the bear side here's a rip your face off you'll be happy you got some of those swing longs right now money match
0: <laughs> that's why i didn't I should put those at all. swing
1: longs on ahead of you <laughs> holy we're up to 40 handles right now right now yeah man 40 um... handles holy
0: Yeah, this is going to be something to definitely take a look at. Um, Right now, I'm pulling through the report here to give you guys the outlook of exactly why this is increasing.
1: The stocks can't even keep up. The stocks cannot keep up with S&P. It's ripping so fast. That's the biggest move we've seen off, off CPI in months.
0: Mm -hmm. So in the report, of course, given here is that the index for shelter continuing to rise in October, offsetting a decline in the gasoline index. Of course, we saw gasoline prices come down recently. Uh, This resulted in a seasonally adjusted index being unchanged. The energy index fell 2.5% over the month as a 5% decline in the gas Gasoline index more than offset increases and in other energy component index. The food index, though, increasing 0.3% in October after rising 0.2% in wow. September. Um, now let me go to Shelter here to kind of point that out. Shelter is at 03 yeah, 0.3 from a recent 0.6. Still not seeing that change in shelter. That's going to be the inflation that sticks around. But look at the rally in the TLT, man. And the TLT yesterday was kind of like, kind of hanging in there, not really doing much. Well, this just got it lifting. Look at the four hour chart. That's here. Why you
1: don't make calls ahead of CPI? Holy, this is if you have shorts on, you are absolutely on the wrong right side.
0: Right yeah. They are
1: like, squeezing like to death the shorts on this squeezing them to death wow yeah this is exactly
0: that uh look at the cues look at the microsoft move apple going higher to 187. wow Uh, and and apple's been already on a run right microsoft has already been on a run now it looks like an insane run right this is a 13 percent move higher from the recent rally there. And the Q's definitely taking a nice lift. I'll go around and see what else is making moves. How are the banks moving on this?
1: Banks going higher. So IWM is ripping 2% right now. 2% move in the IWM. When's the last time it did that? Wow.
0: Hourly chart, I can't even find a move like that. 2% on the hourly, (sighs) be very rare. I see a 1.9, but I I still don't see a 2% move. Next stop for the IWM is gonna be important around the 175 level today. I'll be watching to see if we can get up there. That's gonna be where you can run into a little bit of some resistance right around here, Um, but that's ways away. That's still two points now. We're seeing a nice little lift off of this and I'm not feeling too negative about my swing trades. At least um, that's not looking too bad here.
1: Yeah, you're buying dips. I mean, this is where we are. We're in the seasonal period here. Ryan Dietrichs had this. You know, he was a little bit early, but he had it spot on with that five-day rally, saying this is the best five days historically, and we went through that. And then we just sat here and we consolidated for a little bit. And yeah. now we get the you know the news, the news that this market's been waiting for. The CPI comes in light. We got the dollar getting hammered here right now we got the tlt exploding we got the iwm having its best day in months Mm -hmm. i mean everything is to like here for sure i mean if you're sitting here you know are we still in this sell the risk by the dips i think we're seeing f-450 i think we start thinking about SP 450 here now so spy 450 4500
0: yeah and, and when i see this type of rally it tells me for a second there we started seeing a decline in the momentum names a pullback now i'm like okay momentum name is probably back on here as we're getting this kind of rip so is it going to be kind of that risk on type of day dennis do you think we we see that oh it's risk
1: on type of day of course it's a risk on day i mean they are buying everything across the board you're having trouble finding anything that's down defensive stocks Lockheed martin general dynamics noc trading in the red i'm just cherry picking what i see but everything is exploding especially those small caps that really need lower rates so all of a sudden boom we get data that hey maybe it's green light go for small caps let's bring red dog in here in this conversation we're getting this breaking. Unless he's in a fast market too, maybe. Yeah, he's, he's in a fast market. Right I
0: can tell because I, I, I don't have him in just yet. So oh, I'm we're waiting watching. for him. So yeah. yeah,
1: he's probably waiting till this number is done here. I don't blame you. I wish I wasn't. <laughs> I wish if Joel was here right now, I would not be here right now. But you know, I don't want you running the show by yourself. Hey, your money, hey no
0: worries, Dennis. If this you need to hop out for a second, go here. get some
1: trades on. You can
0: hop out. And for People five. saying,
1: "Am I selling everything?" No, 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 no. Why? Because look at what the IWM has done. We have checked back, we consolidated, we didn't make new lows. We were waiting to get some direction from the TLT, and we just got it here. So, all of a sudden, you know, not only the mega cap tech, and don't be surprised if you actually see the mega cap tech, you know, not be the leaders here today. So, it would not surprise me if you actually do see some rotation out of the mega cap tech. We're not seeing, we're seeing buy everything across the board with six minutes after the number. But I think it wouldn't surprise me if you see a little bit of rotation, short term rotation. Out of some of the you know winners, maybe and into some of these laggards that are in the IWM, because there's a pile of small caps that need lower rates. They need a lot more than Apple needs it. You know, we've talked about zero percent financing, obviously on you know iPhones. Well, there's not zero percent financing on anything else. So you think all those autos and everything else it's just been ugly, ugly, ugly? This is the numbers they need. They need the rates to go lower. They need the long term rates to go lower. So this is a big lift. Very important day. Need that TLT to keep going. You don't want to see it start leaking here. But this number was everything that the Bulls wanted.
0: Uh, I'm with you, Chad. Echo Delta. Yes, it is uh, definitely that day where it's money, 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 money. (laughs) Watch out out there, team. We'll see what happens. But the market definitely ripping higher on this CPI report. And I mentioned it. And I was like, what if we come in a little bit light? Hmm. How would the markets react? Well, we got our answer, right? There you guys see it. Um, And for a question of the day, that was, uh, is the Fed hiking period over? What would you say about that, Dennis?
1: Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I thought they were at the end after this number. They're not there. I think it's definitely on pause, full pause, full. They're not lowering. It's not like, oh my gosh, we got to start going lower rates now because we're beating CPI. That's not happening. But I think the rate cycle, I think the hiking, I think the hiking was already almost done. I think this number like puts another nail into the coffin big time. I mean, we get PPI tomorrow, you know, maybe it shows a different story here, but right now bulls, again, everything they wanted in this number. And I think, you know, the TLT is loving it.
0: That's definitely certain. We can clearly see that we're going to go ahead and bring red dog on in just a second, guys. So definitely smash the like. Um, And now it's time to look for opportunities, right? Um, We've been seeing a lot of stocks that have been ripping, Where do you see opportunities? I'll definitely ask Scott coming up here, Um, but definitely look around, team. If you have a shopping list, today's that day to already have it next to you, right? And I think that's what Dennis talks about all the time, right? It's not necessarily do the shopping list when you see the price action, but have the shopping list ready so that when you do see that turn, you can jump on it. We'll see what what happens
1: Bring up the IWM again. Look yeah. at this move. It's up 2.68%. is only up 1.14. Massive, massive outperformance here. QQQ is actually starting to leak a little bit. IWM having none of the leak. They're like, no way, man. This is what the IWM needed more than anything. Way more than the SPY needed Way more than the Qs needed The IWM needed this number here because it has been an epic disaster all because of rates. And this helps that, it helps that cause. So TLT ripping, IWM ripping as well. I like to see it. IWM is a big part of my long-term portfolio, which has been not good because of that, but I like to see it.
0: All right, guys, we're gonna go ahead and switch to our T3 live segment here. Of course, Scott Redler about to join us. You guys check him out and he is going to be having a live two-day pass to the virtual trading floor where he addresses the future of AI and what it means for the markets highlighted by Nvidia's earnings on November 21st. So you might wanna catch that. You guys know I'm gonna be watching this. Let's get to our interview. Red Dog, what's going on? How we doing? Of course, Scott Redler here. It's Chief Strategic Officer at T3 Live and T3 Trading Group. It's good to have you. I catch you often on the 6 a.m. as you know, us that like to wake up early and uh, do some work on the early side, but it's good to see you today. What are you catching on this CPI report number? You excited about this?
1: Well,
2: Here's the thing as an active trader, you almost have to be involved heading into it. And anytime you have a binary event, you have to be careful because you need to quantify your risk. So I was I was listening to Dennis talk about the IWM, you know, I'm glad it's in his portfolio and it's been a disaster, which is true. But I don't know how fast you, you are as an active trader. Once you get the number, you know, the reaction is so fast. So what so I do fast. with, you know, with my active trader audiences, I bought options heading into it. So if you're wrong, you're, it's defined, if you're right, you're getting paid. So if you remember last week when the IWMs had that move to 175-ish, which was on uh, like November 3rd, if you put that IWM chart. You know, yeah, put it up, actually. Got it up right for, there. For the potential of this happening for um, the Friday of Thanksgiving. So I, instead of being so short-term, you know, because you know who knows exactly what happens, I went out to the 24th of November that day, and I was wrong for the last few days. And then yesterday, you know, with uh, the guys on the Alpacas, you know, I'm like, you know what? Why don't we buy some some Friday calls just in case everyone hates it? And all of a sudden, boom, the IWM calls are going to be up a few hundred percent. And if I was wrong, I was list. I was like, I was only risking like a dollar ten, you know. So basically, into an event like this, it's like you have to make your decisions kind of prior, and then have levels to look at after the reaction. Now, you know. This is not the this open. You can't get excited now. You know, we've just had a two and a half week move heading into bigger resistance. The spies are opening up five and change. The queues are opening up six and change. Most stocks are getting follow through. So for an active trader who does not take longs or shorts, you know, it, they're probably like, oh, my goodness, I missed everything. But that's why we talk about how if you develop as a trader over time. You know, you could have an active account, a swing account, an option account and try and figure out how to do all those things together so you can make, you know, real money in the market versus, you know, just scalping. But again, I'll, I will say you have to start somewhere. You know, not everyone can take overnight. Not everyone has risk, especially for those who've been trading for a year. It might be in their early 20s, but that's why, you know, it's a process. And if you did miss this move, what it's going to do is it's going to create better movement for, you know, the weeks and months ahead. So So don't be upset about
1: it. Scott, can we move you a little bit closer to your mic, maybe? Or just yeah, I, a little think, bit I think it we might be hear that it's... you But yeah, because uh, when am you... on my phone. You know, I'm, I'm not the best with
2: technology, and I couldn't find the email with the link, so I'm on my phone right now. So I look probably a little distorted, but I do apologize. Tomorrow, I'll make sure. I have Or next time around, I'll have a situation with the with the. Computer. Okay now
1: is it better it's still quiet it's still quiet for some reason here, Maybe let me turn...
0: let me tr- let me try to do something here on my mitch gonna here. try in the
1: background because we love you and we want to hear everything and some people are complaining like and again you're just a little bit light i can hear you but we gotta like struggle to hear you a little bit all we'll right make there. sure you get that Should link a next little bit time better too. there
2: do you want to try and do you want to try and send the link to my T three live right now, and I'll go through my computer. It might sound better. We'll just yeah, do,
1: do it do yeah, yeah, it. In in go ahead. Go ahead.
0: We'll we'll give you a second to go ahead and do that. We'll Send him the link on. I'll Send make sure. Yeah, yeah, I'll make sure that you get it right to your email there. Um, and we'll we'll bring we'll bring you right back we'll on gonna bring, bring you right back on.
1: We're gonna bring you off for three minutes here. We'll get that link. We'll get you reset up, and then we'll bring you on, and we'll have you on for the back part of the show.
0: Yeah, we want Scott, so uh we'll give we, you. We a gotta second, hear this content
1: because he called this. I saw his tweet this morning. He was calling this IWM ahead of time. So great call, Scott. Kills it, man. Scott's been coming on this show for basically the ten years we've been doing this show. Red Dog, has been on recently, but he's been coming on this show way back in the day. He's always one of our regular guests.
0: All right, there you go. I see his email there. It's T three live email there. Uh, I'll get to him right now, The guys. Just give me okay, two. Okay, Mitch seconds.
1: working in the background. So let's just give you, you know, we continue to go higher here. I mean, IWO, 2.78% here now. Basically, highs of the session. Incredible move here. If I'm looking at just cherry-picking stocks, banks are ripping higher. Um, Again, Mega cap Tech is up, but it's not up as much as a lot of other things. Macy's up 2.5%. Nordstrom Kohl's. Stocks that have just been beat up. Stocks that we've hated because, you know, we've been talking about this rates being the issue. But we started talking. We even said this morning, TLT starts to get above 90, getting close to 90 a lot of these stocks are going to get a lot more interesting. Well, all of a sudden today, they get a lot more interesting again. I'm never one to chase, though. So you start thinking, OK, you get that check back. You know, maybe that's the opportunity. Maybe that's the time to get in it when you get that little check back. Because right now, I tell you, there is, you know, people who, you know, maybe bearish, people who maybe, you know, are sitting short right now, scratching their head, saying, not even scratching their head, they're crawling under their desk and thinking, I don't even know what to do here deer caught in the headlights because this is a rip your face off short squeeze if you're short right now
0: all right let's see if uh we got scott back here uh i think it's fixed there let's go ahead let's bring him on here how we doing
1: scott i'm doing well sorry about that perfect all right now man, you're awesome we're we want to hear about. the content man i like i got it here and i was just giving Cut. you props when you were off because i saw your tweet this morning you retweeted, um, uh, I forget who you retweeted, but you're talking about the IWM ahead of this, saying it's set up pretty well and being long the calls and everything. I kind of agree with you. I was looking at the chart here, too. You know, a little consolidation check back after we had the big move here. And now, boom, you get the continuation of this move. Now, here's the question. You've had this big move. All of a sudden, you know, it's like, boom, overnight. IWM goes up two and a half percent. Do you chase this move? Like, is this like, oh, it's going to get follow through? Or do you sit here and wait for a little dip and try to buy a dip on this? If you're not in the IWM and you want to be in the IWM, how do you get in? You know,
2: if you're not in the IWM and you didn't have options, um, I think you're going to have to wait a little bit. You have to, you know, wait for the first 30 to 60 minutes to actually see, you know, how much of the gap up holds. Sometimes just like an earnings play, what you might want to do is, you know, let today just happen. And then you'll see where the low is, where the gap is and see where it went to and see the type of candle it is. And then you could base the trades thereafter. Like when you have like a pro earnings trade, sometimes you get this huge gap up on earnings and sometimes they sell the gap open and you get a big red candle and then it's a different trade. Or sometimes, you know, you get like a five, 15 minute low to trade against and then it closes strong. Then you could be long versus whatever, wherever that gap pivot is. Like if you look at the IWM, at the last time, okay, if just say go to the date if you put the chart up for November 3rd, right? If you would have bought on November 3rd, um, which it looked good, went right into 175. The, the next yep. day, it already went into the gap pivot, you know, right there, and, and the trade was changed. You know, all of a sudden, boom, wasn't strong. It didn't hold the gap, and it and there was a different type of trade. So for today, we need to see if today is different, which it does feel different, you know, than that day, which what will happen is you'll get a candle like that, you know, maybe it goes sideways a day or so and then gets above whatever today's high is in the days and weeks ahead. And then you get your upside follow through towards maybe like a, you know, I was mapping out like 179 to 181, whereas it's a 200 day EMA. If you look at that, you know, on the actual chart, I feel okay, like right that there. could be a likely spot. That's why I bought the 175 calls thinking, you know, by the Friday after Thanksgiving, maybe we're at 179, 180. That's a good risk award. And then I bought calls yesterday thinking nobody you know thought this could happen and that's going to be a you know a, a pretty nice trade heading into um you know and i'll probably what i'll do is I, I might turn some of it into a call spread and use the move to help finance it and then i'll probably just sell some and book some just to net some money along the way
1: With cpi First, being like oh, go, ahead, Matt, uh, go ahead i
0: just wanted to say chat smash a like we got scott back on good audio now everybody excited in the chat so i'll let you keep leading dennis
1: Yeah, so obviously, you know, IWM's made the trade. What else do you look at now? I mean, Q's have been running already. They were running ahead of this. SPY was really running ahead of this, too. We've been running. We never had the check back that IWM did, which is maybe why IWM set up better, you know, as a catch-up trade here. Well, it's catching up a whole lot here this morning here. Do you continue to look at other stocks, like sectors? Like, what do you like here? Going forward, we we set up wild seasonality. I mean, November, December is historically a pretty good time to own stocks. Here, you think this seasonality still keeps the bulls in full control? I
2: I think you might see some different rotational type of uh, flows. Like maybe maybe the queues open up and some money gets you know somebody takes some profits in the queues and then some of the laggard sectors play some catch up and you get a little bit of like a reversion to the mean. Like the queues right now, if you look at it, it's like three eighty three above the you know the september high of september you know which was three eighty eighty eight but in no man's land because it's not near the high of july 19th so the queues are kind of in no man's land um you know the the obviously the mega caps have been awesome like microsoft is going to be opening up at an all-time high Yeah. um so the question is if it holds up i think traders are looking to see what could catch up to microsoft i know like i've been in meta for a few weeks that just got above um, that horizontal channel, like you want to see, like what's not extended. Like, like look at that channel in, in Meta. You know, the measured move in Meta um, could be from the bottom of the channel to the breakout above uh, 330. So it's not as extended as like a Microsoft. Even it's not the leader, but you know, sometimes the leader doesn't have as big of gains because of um, you know they already kind of priced it in. So I would say like Meta to me is something that I could uh, handle psych- psychologically moving forward because it's not as extended. Microsoft, you can't be buying Microsoft today. <laughs> you know, you kind of missed it. It was a chase. really nice trade. You know, yeah, you don't want to chase something. You know, you don't want to chase this open. You have to be very, very methodical. Otherwise, you could be right in two days from now, but wrong in the first 30 minutes and not handle, you know, your trade. So I'd watch Microsoft, see how much of today's gap holds. And then, you know, I, I think there's some some tight setups, you know, in mega cap still. If you look at Google, you um, know, just put a little bit like a bull flag in. It's already filling that gap. Um, So they're taking some of the trade away if you're not in it already. Um, So that could fill the gap and maybe continue. You know, Amazon, which had good earnings, it's been trading very well. Um, Most have been in that one since the pro earnings gap. Look where the pro earnings gap is, by the way. The pro earnings gap, like every every sequence is different. And all these pro earnings gaps have been really good risk-defined ways for a swing trader to be in long and massage the trade. That look at that look at that earnings gap. Like look at this strategy. This is what traders need to look at. That's a that gapped up on earnings, never filled it, and look at the continuation. Okay, so trading against pro gaps help. Look, I will let's show a few of them even. Like look at the pro gap traded there in Amazon. Netflix had a pro earnings gap, right? Look at the pro earnings gap in Netflix. Okay, it was um, and I think it was, where it was a little bit higher higher up, but um, you know that led to a bigger move. Um, there it is. So look, look at that pro earnings gap. This is a great strategy to write down and use for the next multiple earnings quarters. Cause sometimes when earnings are priced in, they gap up and then fill the gap and then go choppy for a while. Sometimes they hold like that and they lead to a trend of move. Um, there are some other ones, actually ones that I'm in right now that I thought, you know, if the small caps play some catch up, maybe they yeah. get some flows. You know, I, yesterday I talked about square. You click look at my Twitter. I'm like, yeah. I'm long square. Versus yep. the earnings gap, you know, even though it's a low-quality name, I think it could work its way towards a 200-day EMA, which is around 60. There you go. That risk is defined.
1: You know what else happened in Square last night, Scott, too, was we had a huge insider buy in Square last night, um, oh. which I actually noted on Twitter. $27 million bet by uh, one of the execs last night. So a huge insider buy, which was sneaky. Nobody was talking about it on CNC <laughs> or anything this morning because CPI was getting it all, but that's a huge buy. I mean, sometimes you see yeah, these yeah. insider buys and they're like, Three hundred grand or four hundred grand. Somebody makes a twenty-seven million dollar yeah. bet.
0: That's the a good market bet. may
1: take note of that. So it sets up well, like ducks in a row, where the technicals kind of align. You get a yep. good insider buy. You get a good CPI number. I kind of like your square trade.
2: And look at the weekly. You know, people are like, oh, it just it did a lot already. I'm like, what? I'm like, look at the weekly chart. You know, look where that rate. thing was. It's an yeah. absolutely a whole yeah. lot of nothing. It's a yeah. nothing. And look when it broke the 821 day back. You know back then you sometimes I like to look at weekly charts and show people are like oh how did I get caught in this how did this happen if you look at the eight and twenty one day on the weekly it shows you when square broke and you should have got out of dodge if you go to the far like right you know yeah, it's you can draw be in between
0: here yeah. the, I have yeah, the nine and so, the fifty there but
2: but that was your that was your macro out if you were a, you know a fund. And now if you look where we are now, it's absolutely nowhere. Like Even that in the moving average is $60. So I'm like, as an active trader, I could be long verse 50. I actually bought some options. So my options are going to pay me really well today, the 52s and the 53s. Oh, yeah.
1: Um, Scott, we're the, up 4% now on the IWM. This is the biggest move I think we've seen all year in the IWM. I don't remember a move of this being up 4% in 24 minutes. This move is yeah. nothing short of incredible because the IWM was actually flat going into this number. It was trading flat. So we are up $6.81 in the IWM. Holy, you're going to get paid in these options. Scott, you're taking us out to dinner. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, I'm going to do a little little
2: disclosure. little, little disclosure. Yep. Okay, because I do have... So I, I come in long, AI, Datadog, FXI, Meta, Palantir, Square. I'm in an Apple call spread. I'm in a bunch of things. I'm in the IWM. 171s for this Friday, 175s for 1124. I'm in shop calls, square. Calls. I'm in a lot of stuff. I did take a hedge though. Okay, so yeah. um, I'm not going to make like I have a hundred like thousand winners. I like that. You know, I I, I sold yesterday um, the the 445 calls. Okay for Thursday. Okay, if you go to the chart of the spies, that was my one yeah. hedge. I'm like, you know what? If we come in high and we come down, I have all this stuff on. I need to be able to say, okay, I could. um you know, I could collect some premium, so I'm short the 445 calls for Thursday. But in my opinion, I also got it like a dollar for it, so I'm down a buck fifty in those. you are doing pretty which, good, actually.
1: Which is fine,
2: <laughs> uh, you know. Like and, but I'm I'm okay to be short those because even if we go to four, like if you go to the spy chart, even if we go to you know 448 ish or or a little bit higher, I'm only three points out of the money, and I collected a dollar, so I'm losing two dollars in my spy hedge maybe, and I'm up, you know. Uh, 400% <laughs> in the IWM and some of everything else. So I did a calculator where I didn't short in the money spike calls. I'm like, you know what? I don't mind being short at 445 because it's three points higher to be a hedge. I did that a few times. So that's how I was able to sleep a night, holding six longs, a lot of options and this and that. So that will take a few thousand dollars away, but a lot less than you know what 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 I'm up. All right. If- I'm,
0: I'm going to hop in here, Scott. And uh, of course, everyone sees these plays. I mean- killer place for sure especially in the environment that we're in uh the chat wants to know of course has the bus left the station and yeah i would agree so and the bus has left the station like easy mike saying now how can we come in here and maybe look for opportunities are we looking for kind of dips what would you be looking at here to come after some
2: you you can't buy the first 30 minutes now there's no way okay and if you want to do a cute short you know, you have to wait for like a five fifty minute high, a little relative strength divergence, and then get a cute short. But if you come in flat and you want to get long now, you know what? You, you can't do it. You have to wait for another setup because um, yeah. look, 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 everyone's like, oh, did the train leave the station? But no one talks about how two and a half weeks ago the S&P was at 4,100. Now people mm-hmm. want to get in at 4,500, 400 handles higher. Yeah, and Like yeah. when I was like, you guys follow my Blood in the Street account that I yeah. talk about? You know, like – I was buying, it. I bought a 4,300 on the way down and then I bought it like a 4,100 and people are like, you know, what are you doing? You're catching a fall of the knife. I'm like, it's a different account. I don't get tra- I don't get paid on that monthly or quarterly. That is a long-term account that I just used when we fall 9 to 12 or 15% off the highs in the S&P. So, that, so a lot of people are using their 401, their, their own like uh, IRA or their Roth IRA saying, you know, I'm only buying a dip when everyone's selling and you're buying your blood in the street account. I've done that four times in the last five years. But also, that's a different account than an active account that you can get, get paid out monthly or quarterly yeah. because you know that takes time. Yeah,
1: you don't, yeah, you don't need the t- you don't need immediate, immediate yeah. gratification in that account. You've got you know a longer term time horizon in that account. I mean, we talk about this all the time. I have my long term yeah. investing account and I have my short term trading account. The short term trading account is a timing account. The long term investing account is buying good companies at reasonable valuations. When the stocks are crashing, you get reasonable valuations. <laughs> Right, and and you don't have to get worried. Like you don't have to worry about your
2: November paycheck if you happen to be wrong. You know, you you hear the debate on TV now. These these macro bears, like, oh, I'm right. We've been in the same place for the last two years in the S and P, and they're like claiming victory. And they've been talking crap about the market for the last, you know, three months. You know, as we went from 4,100 to now 4,500, and they're still saying they're right because we're in the same spot over two years. That's why if you're an active trader, you can't follow these analysts. You can't follow Mike Wilsons of the world. You know, because yeah. eventually they might be right at some point, but you'll blow yourself up trading, trying to be short. because yeah. like, oh, Mike Wilson says, you know, earnings aren't going to be great and don't trust this fourth quarter move.
1: Yeah. You know, you have to go uh, with
2: guys like you guys that go over the charts and go over the levels and go over where the leaders are and what's happening.
1: And, I and talk we about, change our opinion all the time. I mean, on this yes, show, like there's always a be person nimble. that'll hold to what I said six months ago or three months ago. <laughs> and they're like, well, you're bearish. You know, you were bearish two months ago. I heard you. Well, it was time to be bearish two months ago. The time yeah. to be bearish. Was not two weeks ago. It was time, like, to start bringing stuff in. The ma- yeah, the market got killed. I mean, there's a oh. certain point in time where you know you've got to be able to change your opinion.
2: Well, on ask- that point, can I just say one thing on that yeah, point. of course, a great point, Dennis. Everyone was like, if you go to the chart in the video, okay, yeah. Yeah. every single person was talking about the head and shoulders top pattern in the video. And it was there was, but necklines could either be support to trap shorts or. You know, they could give way and then you go down another portion. So if you look at the candle on October 31st, okay, of NVIDIA, okay, you know what kind of candle that is, right? Show them that candle. That Right here. That's, what do we call that in, uh, in, in narcissistic regular
1: land? Well, it looks that, like an undercut and rally to me. That's called the Red Dog Reversal. From my oh, Red Dog, dog Reversal. reversal. Yeah, I know, come on, I you man! Can. Come, come on! You've you. been on your
2: show for ten years. You can't yeah, year you
1: do You're on our show for ten years. It's yeah, a total Red you Dog.
2: You gotta dog watch the six thirty show, baby. <laughs> six thirty. I do it from the ice barrel. You ever go in your an ice barrel, Mitch?
0: Oh, I see. I hear you. I hear you. I know you. You still rock it, and your fingers were kind of crumbling yesterday. I, come on, I listened in, <laughs> yeah, Scott. Yeah, yeah.
2: The chat was all
1: over it though. The chat, you got a lot of fans in our chat here. They were all over the Red Dog. Yes, Scott. In the morning,
0: I I do, I do a lot of news search. So I'm doing news search. I got you on the side, but uh, I enjoy watching you all the time. I love the way you go about it. And definitely, like you said, rock a little music in the morning, get, get the right feels, get your mind right. Because if your mind ain't right, that's when you really struggle. That's when you make the biggest mistakes. You got to get ready every single day for the market. I love the way you approach it. Really early, give yourself some time to digest before the open. Where a lot of traders come in at nine, expect <laughs> to be ready at nine fifteen, and then do. the market yeah. opens, and it's just so much information overload that they yeah. can't handle it.
2: You're a thousand percent right. I remember when I we were at One State Street, we had twenty thousand square feet. That was back like a a decade ago. I'd have rows of traders. I I would be in since you know six. They started strolling in at 8.45, and they're like, oh, what's happening? I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? Go home. You know? <laughs> I have already did, I already wrote my note, did 30 charts, did the morning note, did the morning call, and you're coming in and asking me right now what's happening. I'm like, use your resources, you lazy bastard. (laughs) Hey, you're getting some love in
0: the chat here. Paul Smith's talking about the best investment I've made in the last three years is joining T3 and Scott. So there you you guys hear it uh, from the chat themselves. And I do want to mention, of course, that you got a nice little two-day pass coming up with your virtual trading floor. And you're going to be also addressing NVIDIA's earnings. I'm I'm telling you right now, I got to catch that for sure. Um, I've been waiting for NVIDIA's earnings for a while. And we're going to find out if it can keep this yeah. bullish tune going. Uh, are you leaning towards a, a, a kind of a, a good number on NVIDIA, you think, with AI? It better be.
2: Uh, it better be. Otherwise, the tech rally is over. You yeah. know, right now, you know, you still have a long time. You still have till next week. So it depends on where it is. Like right now, 502 is the is the recent high here so the question Mm -hmm. is does it take out this channel prior does it digest here like I, i i hope like right now to be honest that it pauses at 502 because you know what now would be great is if we can go sideways ahead of 500 and change you then could get a good calculated option play into it if all of a sudden but you know you come into earnings and it's already at 525 it's priced for perfection. It's going to be hard to even make money on an option play because, you know, the premiums are going to be so high. So you could be right, but be wrong. So sometimes Mm -hmm. you can get a good move after earnings, but it's not a great setup and you'll lose (laughs) with the direction because there wasn't enough opportunities in the, in the option trade. I hate when that happens. Hey,
0: like always, it's good to have you, Scott. Thank you for sticking around extra, fixing the mic and and dealing with that. And I know the chat really loved this segment. So thank you for coming on today. We'll have you back on and, We'll, we'll see what happens in the market. Guys, yeah. keep up with the 630. Also hit that link and join, of course, the two-day pass. Uh, it's kind of a, a little bit of a free access. So trust me, if you guys want to see some more of Scott, you might want to click that link. Check it out, team.
2: Yeah, well, what, you, what you see is what you get. You know, a lot of people complain about the markets, complain about the situation, but they don't act and they don't take accountability yeah. for, you know, figuring things out and using their resources. So click, come in. What you see is what you get. You know, I'm not a brain surgeon. I didn't go to Harvard. I'm just prepared. I get my mind right. I have my levels. Mm-hmm. and I try and execute. Sometimes I execute poorly. It pisses the hell out of me. You know, when I write better than I trade, but sometimes when it all collides, people can make a lot of money. So with that being said, there's a lot of year left. So uh, make some adjustments if you're not happy where you are.
0: Love it, Scott. Right. We'll have you back on. Have a great day enjoy your trading day, my friend.
2: Thanks. Take care. You too. Thanks,
0: Scott. All right, let's go ahead. We'll wrap it up, and like always, you guys see the QR code below. You guys can just scan that and get to the action. It's always good to have Scott, Great like I mentioned. Over at T3. I, I watch the six thirty show all the time. Uh, it's a good way, also, especially to get your day ready, right? Uh, so that's gonna do it for us. Of course, we went a little bit extra. So do us the favor, hit that thumbs up. Last comments, Dennis. Leading the well, bus. One thing that
1: I one thing that I have been putting on, which is surprising that I'm getting it on, and maybe I'm going to be wrong on this, but I've been buying the RSP and shorting the spy, just putting on that hedge because I think okay. the equal weight will outperform S and P today. Right now, you can like put it that. on flat. I don't totally get it. Uh, maybe I'm missing something here, but 1.36 percent the RSP is only up 1.34 percent on the spy. I want to own all that little stuff here today. So that's a trade that I've been slowly putting on here right now. Is long RSP and short, and this is just day trade, long RSP and short uh, SPY because I think there'll be some up performance there. Again, RSP is very illiquid, so you got to work your numbers here, but if you can put that on scratch. And right now they're both up 1.36%. I think you're going to be happy in about 30 minutes.
0: I love that trade. I love to trade Aldea, and we'll see what happens. I've taken a little bit into the retail trade, and we'll see if that works out for me. If you guys want to find out how that's working out, come over to the next show. That's, of course, live trading, and keep up with Dennis Dick, of course triple d trader go do what you do best my friend get after it all right dennis is getting after it he's getting to his trading game we'll get over now to live trading that's coming up next don't miss it team as i'm excited to get to my trading game got a lot of swing trades on i talked about them let's find out how i do today of course i got lord ryan thank you scott redler for joining us from t3 smash the like like always let us know guys what do you want to see more of right here on pre-market prep we're always here and willing to change the game for you guys out there if you guys like pre-market prep or just want to give us some feedback hit the comments after the show i'll see you guys next time here and smash the like and scott's a goat all right i'm loving the chat action today that's what it's all about let's get to the trading action <music>